On this episode, we're discussing the pros and cons to staying on or off property at Walt Disney World. Today is January 14th, 2022. This is episode 465 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top 10 lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I am your host, Jeremy Stein, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic. If you've not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. Then if you want even more content, like this week's live streams of Festival of the Arts, opening weekend. Uh, You get other in-park, resort, at-home live streams. You get discounts on Main Street Magic merchandise and a whole lot more. Check out wonderlandcrew.com for our Patreon group. And then finally, if you're getting ready to plan that next Disney Universal vacation, maybe go on a cruise or pretty much travel anywhere else in the world, head to msmears.com to learn more about our wonderful travel partner, Melissa Pilgrim, with ears of experience and fill out a form for a free quote. All right, so today uh, I think is going to be an interesting and important episode (laughs) with all that has transpired over, of course, the past two years, maybe even a little bit beyond that. And we're going to talk about uh, truly benefits to staying uh, on property, staying off property, how they compare. I think now a lot of people feel that there are no advantages to staying on property anymore. Right. Um, You know, we've had a couple things stripped away. Right. Such as? Well, first of all, fast passes in general. Yeah. But when you were staying on property, you did get that 60-day fast pass booking. Yeah. And that that was a huge one. You know, when you were on property and that felt like a really, really big advantage. Yes, it Uh, did. What's something else that has been lost or should I say modified at this point? Uh, Yeah. Well, your hour early theme park entry that used to be where you'd stay on property and get in an hour early. And yeah, I remember when we would stay on property and get that hour early, you know, if we were going to rope drop or something, it was fantastic. Yeah. Especially when you were looking at, and, and of course we'll talk about changes in what fast pass has become in a little bit, but when you're talking about some of the big rides like flight of passage and seven mm-hmm. dwarves, that hour entry, you know, if it was for that park that day that you were visiting um, really did give you a huge advantage now uh, you know they started to extend that and this is where i think it first started where people were going wait a second what's my benefit they started to extend that to some of the uh outlying hotels some of the good right. neighbor the bonnet creek had started to get that extension right so then you're kind of like well, wait right is it truly a benefit what is i think the biggest one has zero effect on us but it has effect on a lot of people especially families mm-hmm. and this just started a couple weeks ago And that is Magical Express. If you are flying into MCO and, you know, you're so excited to get on this big bus that's going to take you to Disney World, it's not there no more. Yeah. And and they've got the Mirrors Connect, which already went up in price. Um, Really? launched, what, two weeks ago or something? I did not know all Um, that. You know, Magical Express, I actually used it once because I was leaving early and and flying to New York and it, it... it was it was wonderful. And we've always said if you're if you're a constant traveler like, you know, um, our good friends Kat and Michael, yeah. you know, they they Uber because the allure of the Magic Express 
they've been through. But yes. when you're that family traveling, especially with kids, and you literally have to get off the plane with your carry on, you don't even see your luggage until basically it shows up in your room when you're at the resort. Mm-hmm. And just getting on there and, and watching the video, it certainly was a benefit and it was included. I'm going to use the word included a lot because free doesn't always feel like free. You certainly were <laughs> paying for it somewhere. Right. But now that it is a hard paid item, if you want to do Mirrors Connect or forced to take an Uber or a Lyft, which honestly isn't usually possible for parents with kids in car seats unless they're bringing their own. So they're almost forced now to spend even more via Mirrors Connect. Now, well, you know, we can just skip ahead real quick. That's the same thing with off property. The, oh, yeah. The, the problem with a lot of the things that we'll talk about is that they were things that Disney was offering at an included rate that are now an extra rate. Correct. Right? Nobody right. nobody complains about having to take an Uber or a Lyft or a shuttle service to an off-property because it's always been that way. Correct. So it's very understandable for someone to say, I've been going to Disney for 20 years, I've never had to pay for transportation, and now I do. Right. Is 100% understandable. Absolutely. But it doesn't separate it from off-property, I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> right. So what we're going to get into next is kind of like, well, what is left? What what are the advantages to staying on property? And to be honest, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them, uh, uh, you know, don't have any cost factor or anything to them that, you know, they've always been this way, but I think they can easily get overlooked. And what is one of the first one that really revolves around just getting around Disney World while you're there? Well, um, very much easier transportation and also a lot depending on where you're staying can be super easy transportation so yeah Yeah, i mean if you look at a play you know some of the places that have access to both boats and buses skyliner and buses monorail and buses even when it's just buses Mm -hmm. you know we don't love the buses but that is still included yep and it is still often the best way to get to a park. Because we're usually coming every 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do get longer and it is frustrating because you're used to that 15 minutes. Um, but yeah. But what's the advantage? You know, if you are going to rent a car, you decide that the price of renting a car is better than using Uber or Lyft and you don't want to use the internal transportation. What is an advantage if you've rented a car or you drive to Disney and you're not an annual pass holder. Well, staying on property, you get to get into the parks for and park for free. Yeah. So that's huge because, what is it? $25, 30, $30 now for standard parking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're At there for- park. Yeah, and you're there for a seven-day trip or something. You know, you're already talking 200 bucks pretty much, you know, if you're going to the parks every day in addition. Um, right. And, you know, if you've brought your own car, it might not be as big of a deal. But if you've already rented one, then you're really adding up. And right. you certainly probably- See, the thing is, you could spend that much going back and forth in an Uber. So, you know, this is where I think it just comes down to somebody like you, you know, getting that numbers all together mm -hmm. and me going, all right, babe, what about this? Or what about this? Or, you know, you know, when it does come down to price, you're like, well, let's let's think about this, this and this. And then, yeah, you add all those numbers (laughs) up. And well, and and one of the things is you do have to think of um, ease. Yes. In a sense of, yes, sometimes you could go, you know what, I can I can rent a car or I can do Uber, um, you know, over the course of a week and save X dollars, but you have to figure out, does it actually make your life easier? Is the included transportation easier sometimes? Correct. So it's just those things that you mm-hmm. want to always balance. Um, so, you know, if you do have a vehicle, though, that proximity to the parks 
is another advantage if you are driving. Right. You know, it's a huge advantage if you're, especially if you're like, you know what, I'm going to say, stay off property, save a ton of money on the other side of I-4 <laughs> or, you know, That's down the road or closer to Universal or something like that or, or you know, being that close to mm-hmm. parks. I mean, I think of another reason we love Coronado is its proximity to really, I mean, Animal Kingdom is right around the corner. Yep. Epcot and Hollywood Studios are not far. Mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom becomes a bit of a hike, but you don't want to drive to Magic Kingdom anyway. No, correct. Even if you have a car on property, which we always do, we take a bus or yeah. we would, I mean, literally make a reservation at a monorail restaurant and then Uber so they would let you in if we yeah. had to. But yep. we're going to take the bus for that. So that proximity, I think, does make a big difference when you are trying to get around, especially right. in quickness, if you're doing multiple parks in a day, right. uh, going or to going Disney back. Springs, going back to your room, to, mm-hmm. yeah, things like that. Uh, what's another advantage still to being on property? Well, they still don't have resort fees like you do usually at off properties. Yes. Yeah. Resort fees, and this is definitely an air quote, are included with the cost of rising prices. You know, one of the things that's always bothered us about certain off properties is they they do that kind of bait and switch. Right. So, you know, the room's 200 a night and then you check in and they say there's also a $30 resort fee and a $20 parking fee. And you think, well, why didn't you just say the room was 250 a night? Right. Well, the problem that's now been created is that could be exactly what Disney's doing. You know, I mean, they did start charging separately for parking, but not everybody has a car. So for us, it's easy to say... You're going to charge me $20 a night for parking. Why didn't you just make the room $20 more? Right. Well, that's not fair to the person without one. Right. So it's understandable to separate that. But everybody takes advantage of the air quote, you know, resort fee. Mm -hmm. So therefore, they could be saying, well, this room was $250 a night. You know what? We're going to start charging resort fees by making it $280 a night. Right. Or it's just the rising cost in general. Correct. But it is something that I still think can be used as an advantage, right? Yeah, I think so. And I... I, I think, again, it's that number thing where, you know, like we said, you know, if we're looking at an off-property price and, you know, we're like, you know, we love um, the Flamingo Crossing area usually, and thank God, as of right now, anytime we see the price, there's no added resort mm-hmm. fees. But then I'm like, hey, what does Dolphin say again? Yeah. And, you know, you're, you you might be like, you know, 310, and I'm like, oh, that's not bad. But then I'm like, wait, but that's 360. That's 360 yeah. because of the added resort yeah. fees. So now, now a big advantage though to a Swan and Dolphin is obviously being able to use that Disney transportation. Whereas, and we and love town place distance. and walking distance. Mm-hmm. But when you look at something like, let's just go over maybe to some areas like a Bonnet Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you have a car, right? And I don't know their exact fees, but let's just say it was most of these are thirty dollars a night, and let's say fifteen parking. You're forty five already, right? Right. For us, we often won't take advantage of our car right. when it's later in the day because we like to have some drinks and we're not going to drive back to the resort after that. Right. So then we have to add an Uber on top. Right. So now we've added a fifteen minute one way or fifteen dollar one way Uber. Mm-hmm. That three hundred dollar a night room is now at roughly three sixty before right. any other taxes and stuff. So right. again, that's where you got to play the math game, and we're going to talk pricing a little bit more. Um, what what's something else that I think people forget is an advantage because they did technically take away it being free. Yes, but if you still have what we're talking about is obviously magic bands. Um, You can save up to 50 percent. 
And if you have, if you've been gone, going to Disney any time, I feel like in the past five years, mm-hmm. if you still have a Magic Band, it will still work. You do not have to buy new yeah. ones, which is fantastic. Um, and I love the Magic Bands because I don't have to worry about a room key mm-hmm. where n- everywhere off property you do. You have to have a room key. I hate room keys. I know because... I'm just so scared I'm going to lose them. Yeah, yeah, we have. And it's easy to get a new yeah. one, but you just don't yeah. want to deal with any right. of that stuff. <laughs> and when you have a magic band and it's just yep. on your wrist or if you get the little cute keychain thing and, you know, it's just so simple. You know, our girls are older now, so sometimes they like to just hang out at the pool while we get, run to a park. Well, they have charging abilities where if they're hungry, they can stop and, yeah. you know, go to siestas and get a burger yep. and then... We don't have to worry about them having money because you can, you know, charge room stuff to your um, magic band. So, yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, when you're talking about that 50%, you can pre-order magic bands at a discounted cost and they come out to usually about 50% off. So okay. you can get some of the different, you know, I'll just call them custom bands. You know, I yeah. collect I collect bands now. Um, nowhere near what some people do like Cat and Michael. Mm-hmm. I think they have a magic band room uh, in their house, but um, so, you know, it's just, again, it's kind of one of those advantages. Now, certainly if you're off property, you can get on property, you can buy a magic band, you can still use it to get in and out of the park. You can Correct. use it for your, your genie plus and lightning lane, um, but you can't charge back to your room. You know, you can't get into your room with it <laughs> this weekend. I will be walking up to our room at Fairfield Inn and probably trying to scan my magic band every once in a while. Yep. So yeah, I do think it's still an advantage and especially if you collect them. To be able to get some of the ones you like at up to 50% off really is a, a pretty good um, savings. Yeah. Uh, so we talked earlier about the one hour early theme park entry going away. But what do we still have? And this is every day, every park, as opposed to the one hour that was based on kind of day and specific park. Okay. Well, now it is 30 minutes early. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's, you know, this. But 30 minutes? I mean, yeah. You're that could still make a difference. Of yeah. All these off property people. Uh when was it we were staying off property? We were at Epcot. Oh, because we were staying at Universal. That's right. And we went to we drove into Epcot and we were there when it opened. Yeah. And I remember standing in the <laughs> the crowd of you can't get in yeah, yet. Off property people. And I'm like, and there was a lot of people, and I was also like Oh man. <laughs> I want to be up there. I want to be, be there. inside. I know. So, I mean, you know, it again, I was joking 30 minutes, it's not a big deal, but you know, to some of those people who do not want to and what we'll talk about in a few minutes is Genie Plus, you don't want to get into any of that. That is the number one thing to do. Yeah. Get there when you can thir- for sure 30 minutes if not 45 minutes early by the time, you know, you get off the bus and everything, you get in and then you can go and rope drop your stuff and then you're 30 minutes ahead of a big crowd that's coming later. Yeah, I mean, in that aspect, you know, if again, if we want to talk cost, you even if you are able to rope drop one paid lightning lane ride that you now don't have to pay for, you have just saved money. Correct. In a sense. So this is where you really like in the in the long run, you're going to want to break out an Excel spreadsheet <laughs> as you start to think of these things. And yep. then you start to think, all right, is price difference worth me saving, you know, $44 on Frozen Ever After? Because instead, we're able to rope drop it at a shorter time. Right. You know, that's type of things that you got to think about. Um, also, now 
this 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 one I, I don't really I haven't gotten to experience it, but it's extended evening theme park hours. Now this is only available to Disney Deluxe, Disney uh, or Dis- Deluxe Villa Resorts, and then some other select resorts like Swan and Dolphin. Uh, they get extended evening theme park hours on select nights at select parks for two hours. Wow. Now I watched touring plans do a couple of these okay. and it seemed, especially at Epcot, which of course it's Epcot, but you know, there's not a ton to do maybe after hours there kind of, but it seemed to be that weights were very short. Crowds were very low and it definitely seemed to be an advantage. Awesome. Um, so, so I'm assuming they're kicking out people like they do for the parties. Correct. Where you go to get on a ride. You're going to have to scan you your van. Scan van. Yep. Okay. So, it, you know, and, and they can do the same thing like around the hub to keep you from going into s- different lands, you know, around the hub and stuff at Magic Kingdom. Okay. Um, you know, I, 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 I totally get you're paying a premium to be deluxe yeah. or DVC. Um, but again, this is one of those that hurts a little because they've really singled out value and moderate folks. Um, well, when I'm you pay, sorry. well, when I you pay deluxe a- prices, you get Great. deluxe restaurants, you get deluxe locations and you get, uh, deluxe food, you get deluxe service. You know what I mean? So, but being at a moderate or a, um, value, you can reserve a reservation for, um, a deluxe restaurant. Yeah. Well, I know that. I'm just saying in general. So, I mean, you're but, but I'm saying, those... in, yeah, I know, but I'm saying in general, you're already you're paying more to be in a deluxe, okay? Because you're getting more in the end, yeah. And this is but an inclusion, should. okay? Yeah. I, and, and that's fine. I'm I'm not arguing it. I'm just saying for people that tended to stay moderate and have stayed a lot it, and spent a lot, it stung a little bit. Okay, but I totally I, understand yeah. it. I, I do. I, okay. And okay. I can, yes. And I can see how it does. Yes. Okay. Yes, I can. Yes. Yeah, so that's all. But, I mean, I, hey, I, I, I love it. I mean, I think it's great because the reason is, and, and it would, I it would, would just, devalue this if they allowed it to everyone, because then I could see going and paying $700 a night at the poly right. going for the two hours after and being like, well, this is crowded. Everybody's right. here from value right. to deluxe. And I, the only thing I will say is like, okay, yes, it does sting that it's just for them, whatever, which I think they completely 100% mm-hmm. deserve it. That's but fair, completely fair. It would be nice to see little things like, you know, come to maybe, maybe different nights, maybe an hour for moderate. Yeah. Well, here's a thought because or, these are select nights, right, select parks. So right. it could still be two hours. Why couldn't you do potentially on monday in theory and again you'd have to rotate this through on monday at epcot is deluxe on monday at magic kingdom is um moderate and on monday at values is animal kingdom (laughs) on tuesday deluxe is at magic kingdom moderate is at animal you know what i'm saying okay could you switch it around where you're not allowing all three tiers on one specific extra hours night maybe that would be something you could look at doing and even even like you said even and again staffing aside and things and and operations aside even if they did that rotation yeah deluxe got three hours moderate got two on their night and i don't know value got one i mean something to still give a little benefit right to the value in moderates i think would be kind of cool but I, i i get where they're coming from yeah um one that i think a lot of people don't realize and honestly i did not realize until very recently is you know our 180 day ADRs are gone. Thank God. Honestly, <laughs> like I think 60 days is fair. Even sometimes 
60 days, you're thinking, I got to figure out where to eat in 60 yeah. days. But imagine when it was six months. No. You know, so I like this change. If you are on property at your 60 day mark, you can make dining reservations for every single day of your trip up to 10 days. So, so if you're the, staying 14, you're out of luck. <laughs> you, you would have to wait four more days to okay. then make those remaining ones. Okay. You know, if you're you know from the UK, like a lot of people come for two weeks. If you're off-site, you can make dining reservations at 60 days for your first day. Then the next day, you would have to make them for your second day. Next mm. day, third. So every morning, you would be waking up 60 days away from your trip to make your dining reservations. So that would be, meanwhile, in my opinion, a big... Well, meanwhile, remember, third day in your trip. If you started your trip the same day as an on-site guest, they've already had three days to get ADRs ahead right. of you, which means you're even more limited in what could potentially be available. Wow. So if eating is your thing and you know there's some must-do restaurants, that's a pretty big one. Yeah. Um, Lightning Lane, okay? It first opened and it was hard to figure out the advantage to the extra paid attractions mm -hmm. because they were releasing them to on-property guests at 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. for, and these are the paid ones. And then off-property was able to book them at park opening. Well, originally it would sell out to on-property on guests and then they released more when the right. park opened to off-property, which was zero advantage to on-property. In fact, Correct. sometimes off-property people were getting better times than the on-property. So okay. Disney changed that. Okay. 7 a.m. If you're on property, you can do your paid lightning lane attractions. Anybody who's off property and has purchased, well, wants to purchase them, um, cannot do it until the park opening. Rise of Resistance will be seven? sold out. Yeah, seven. So seven and then potentially and then nine, nine. o'clock for oh, a lot of the parks. My goodness. Eight o'clock for Animal Kingdom. But Rise, we're seeing sell out. Um, you know, we're seeing sometimes Seven Dwarfs sell out. You know, you're seeing certain rides might sell out. Um, Remy's selling out. So again, wow. it's a major advantage if you're looking to do those. Right. Um, because you have a two hour, to you know, one, two, three hour head start sometimes depending on when the park opens. So um, that is an advantage. Yes. Um, what are kind of, I'm going to, wh why don't you wrap together our last kind of three advantages in general? Because these honestly don't even have you leaving your resort. Yeah, and, and I love it. It's, you know, the number one to me is the theming. Uh, number two is resort activities. And number three is just staying in that Disney bubble. Yeah. And it's just the the theming, depending on where you stay, you know, uh, we're very fortunate and we only have like, I think, three places we have not stayed. But every theming is just incredible and so fun and just you just really feel a part of what you're at be yeah. it a poly be it a you know port orleans um be it you know even pop which is cute and you know with the oversized stuff and the val even the value resorts you know yeah. i mean i I, I think that's so fun. And and then the resort activities, oh my goodness. Like, first of all, even the value resorts are good yeah. activities, you know, and moderate gets a little bit better and there's more and there's, you know, there's some paid things to do, but it's still fun, especially, you know, Florida. You never know if it's going to rain for an hour or 10. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's always fantastic. And then, of course, deluxe, 
you know, even better activities and so many that, I mean, there's been times we've stayed at Deluxe and we can't fit in all the activities. Oh, not even close. On a rainy day yeah. where we're staying literally at the hotel the entire day. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, I think this is a major part and this especially comes down to uh, the once a year people, the first timers. I mean, I think it really makes such a difference. Um, you know, we're, we're staying off property this weekend. And I, I am too, you know, I, I absolutely love the Disney theming. I love the Disney bubble, the resort activities, things like that. Um, some of these off properties, you know, I mean, I think of, and this is going a little bit further off, but close to animal kingdom, um, Margaritaville, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, we, first time we walked into Margaritaville, you're like, if you, like, obviously it's Jimmy Buffett. So I would know right. that it, what was going on, but if you had blindfolded me, sat me in the lobby and I opened my eyes, I'd be like, is this a brand new Disney resort? I didn't know about a deluxe <laughs> Disney resort yeah. because the theming is absolutely yeah. outstanding there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's some other off properties. I mean, the, where we stay at a Flamingo crossing, you know, it is neat to walk in and there's always the star Wars yeah. display with the BB unit. And there are some touches of Disney cause you can purchase park tickets there. Right. The elevators are always wrapped. Mm-hmm. And usually a lot of times in star Wars, Stormtroopers. Uh, when we did the embassy suites, which was even a little bit further off the, the beaten path inside of the glass elevator, it looked like the inside of the cockpit of the millennium Falcon. Yes, you know, so there's cool. some little touches that yep. are neat, but it's nothing like being in a Disney themed yes. on property resort. Yes. Even when you get to Swan and Dolphin, which is beautiful, you don't, you don't have this theme of Disney, you know? And yeah, that's true. It's, it's kind of what you want. You know, you want your, your vacation to be so immersive the entire time you're there all the way down to your resort and little touches and rooms yeah. and, and things like that. I wish Swan and Dolphin would do something more, but I feel like with Swan and Dolphin, you don't need the room and you don't need the um, inside because you walk outside and yeah. right there. Yeah. I mean, you're a walking from Epcot. You're walking from, you know, Hollywood Studios. These oh, yeah. are, could be a little bit long walks, but still... You know, if well, you hop on the skyliner, you hop. Yep. It's just so awesome. Yeah. I, I'd like to get back there. If, if again, is one of those things you just got to hunt down. Um, yeah. Okay. So, you know, look, we're, we're not, we're not selling. We're not trying to sell Disney here. We're not mm-hmm. trying to tell you, you should stay on property. We're nope. not saying that on property is technically better than off property. Correct. If you do decide to, to book and want to stay on property, go to msmears.com and use Melissa Pilgrim yes, and get a, a free quote. And she is absolutely wonderful. And it's free uh, She to will you. find you the best deals she possibly can. Off property, when we break it down, in reality, only has two benefits. Okay. Price, mm-hmm. which is a big one. Yes. Understandable. Of course. Often room size. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, the expe- Flamingo Crossing we love. All those are, are suites. You know, yes. Town Place Suites, Spring Hill Suites, Home 2 Suites. Yep. <laughs> Homewood Suites. I might as well fill, finish them <laughs> off, right? What is there? Fairfield Inn and Suites. And then there's a is residence. Fairfield Inn and Yeah, then suites? a residence okay. Inn and Suites. Okay. So, you know, they are larger rooms. Yes. A lot of them will have anywhere from a full kitchen to kind of like a half or makeshift kitchen. Right. Huge advantage room size price. Yes. A lot of them have wonderful amenities. Yeah, yes, but, they do. But nothing that is going to be beneficial above and beyond, I think, from Disney. Correct. Um, a lot of them have wonderful service. Mm-hmm. Nothing, though, that I think is going to set them apart and say it's better than Disney. Correct. Uh, a lot of them have transportation. It's definitely not as good or as convenient as Disney's. Right. 
So in reality, if we were able to, and it's a huge but, (laughs) if you could take price out of the picture, I personally don't see why anybody would choose off property versus on property. Because then size of room actually goes out the window because there are larger rooms at Disney. Now, again, if price was gone, uh-huh. there's zero reason you would ever stay off property. Do you, do you pretty much agree with that? Yeah, I do. Yep. Yep. And I know that's not a fair assumption because price is never gone. Oh, right. And you and really that is the driving think about factor. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Here, Absolutely. You know, here's the, here's the simple thing right now is that looking at, you know, uh, rooms often on property, you know, and we can talk a moderate. We don't have to pick one specifically. Let's talk a moderate. Mm-hmm. We're now looking at potentially three hundred to three hundred and fifty dollar, you know, room rate per night, and that's usually with an AP or Florida discount. Right. Um, you can probably get the same room over at Flamingo Crossing potentially for a hundred and fifty a night. Mm-hmm. Both are going to add your taxes and, and your fees. So let's just let's just be fair and say that your room all in is two hundred a night and larger at flamingo crossing right and your room gets down to 400 a night for a studio at a moderate mm-hmm. now that's where off property gets the advantage right because you're you know, saving 200 dollars. now this is where you do break out the spreadsheet but, and you go right all right um we're going to rent a car okay yeah. what does that add to our trip or we're going to uber every day to and from mm-hmm. uh, advantage to ubering is you do not have to pay for parking at the parks Whereas if you rent a car, you then have to pay for parking. Or you could try to use the bus system. But yeah. I do believe, and please try to correct me if I'm wrong, I do believe that it's not even every hour or two no. hours. It is a set schedule. It is a, let's say, a bus comes at 9 o'clock. Yeah. And then that might not even be right on time, and it may go to a couple of parks. Yes, and you usually so, have to reserve your spot. Okay. And and you, it, most of the schedules that we've ever seen, you'd be hard-pressed to be there for rope drop. And that's where I was going to go with that, yes. And same thing, staying at a park till closing, because in the afternoon or evening, they're going to say, all right, a bus is at 545, Correct. at 7, and at 845. Right. Um, also these shuttles, and they're more shuttles, not full buses. Right. These shuttles, if you're going to Magic Kingdom, cannot drop you off at Magic Kingdom. They have to drop you off at TTC. So you're now adding that entire travel time doing the monorail, a ferry boat. Right. So these are ones also where you're doing your spreadsheet. You need to evaluate time versus money. Right. Because like if you do say we're not going to rope drop. We're going to use the shuttle in the morning because all of these two, which ones we're talking about, do have an advantage of a hot breakfast. They do. That's actually, that's a great point you bring up. Um, so, because I was thinking, because we usually do a breakfast, mm-hmm. you know, let the girls eat and then, you know, we get to a park because we're not worried about, you know, trying to ride stuff. Right. So, if you're that morning like, all right, we're going to enjoy this nice hot breakfast and then we're going to get this nine... 30 whatever nine o'clock um shuttle and then we're gonna go if you're wanting to then close the park i mean my biggest thing is i would just have be ready to pay for an uber because if you do miss that shuttle or whatever i mean then you do have to that's the only way you can get back well and 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 here this will help you out with your spreadsheet and you brought up a great point about the hot breakfast I, i completely didn't even think about just because we're not a eat 
breakfast every morning family. A lot are. Correct. There's a lot where, you know, mom or dad are sending the teen is going down to the food court and dropping 40, 50 bucks for breakfast for all a family of four. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're saving that at off property, boom, there's your trade off for Uber or Lyft. Yep. So that's a really good way to kind of put it. And again, when you're looking at that, that pricing, I think, um, you know, another thing you can look at and you can do this for on property hotels as well, but look at the third party websites and apps. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a lot of luck with hotels.com priceline.com. Mm-hmm. Um, most recently we came across, uh, the hopper app. Yes. And if you listen to last episode, we closed it out by saying we were going to talk about this new app and how it saved us $300 at Town Place Suites. Yes. Um, after we were done recording that show, we went to finalize our payment on Town Place Suites and we had a little bit of an issue. So let me walk through some of this. Mm-hmm. So the Hopper app is much like a Hotels.com, Priceline.com. It is looking for lower rates. I, I don't know. I don't know how these sites work. If they buy rooms in bulk. If they, you know, there, there's a third party type of thing that's going on here, but it will show you the rooms at a much lower cost. We originally had booked Town Place Suites through Hotels.com, and it was going to cost us $600 for the three nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hopper app went in. It was going to cost us $300 for the yep. three nights. And Lucy, um, shout out to Lucy. She was the one who told us to do this. And they had, let me just go ahead and preface, they had a fantastic experience. Yes. I am so happy this has happened to us so we can tell y'all about it and yeah. we can just explain it. And just to say beware um, because it, n- nothing was her fault. Nothing was n- nobody's fault other than I am super happy, like I said, that our experience was bad. Lucy had a fantastic one. Yeah. So, so basically what happened is when she told me about this, I was like, heck yes, this is great. I'll cancel my room through hotels.com right now. We just basically, I think had a credit card on hold because you can pay when you get there, Mm -hmm. which can be a big advantage a lot of times. Yes. Um, Hopper app is basically saying, all right, well, you have to pay the full amount right now. And like, okay, well, we don't, we we don't want to pay the full 300 right now. So they have this price freeze Mm -hmm. and you pay a percentage per night. It was going to be $15 per night. Mm -hmm. So $45 and -hmm. they would freeze the price and we would have up until one week ahead of time to pay it off. Thought that's perfect. Right. The price, if it goes up, doesn't go up on us. If it goes down though, they do take the price down for us. Okay. Okay. So we're set one week prior. This is literally last Friday, one (laughs) week before our trip. (laughs) Um, and we go in to pay and it says, I'm sorry, there are no rooms. So if we do want to put blame on anyone, it's me technically for not reading whatever fine print there was. Um, they certainly weren't very forthright about it. Correct. Price freeze certainly does freeze the price. It does not freeze a room. So the whole, the hotel booked out, which means we're left with zero room. Yep. Now, if you want to get a refund on your price freeze, They'll put it back into your your wallet in the Hopper app. It does not go back to your card. It goes back to your wallet for further use. I thought, all right, well, let's just do that and let's start looking around. So we're looking around Friday and I'm like trying to find a deal. We're even checking Disney hotels and thinking I can use this, this wallet thing later, whatever. So I get up. We don't book a room that day. We no. just couldn't find what we wanted. We're looking for. We were looking everywhere. Everywhere. DVC, everywhere. Everywhere. And, and it wasn't so much that we couldn't find a room. It was that all the room prices had gone up exponentially where our weekend was going to be $200 more overall now. Right. If we booked right away. Right. So I thought, all right, let me let me just take a breath. Think, think 
what to do and look at this Saturday. So Saturday, I open up my Hopper app. My $45 is gone out of my wallet. I'm like, okay, there's obviously some, there's obviously some more (laughs) fine print that I chose not to read apparently, (laughs) but that I also don't think they were very forthcoming about. So I contact Hopper who, by the way, their customer service was very, very good. Good. So if you do a price freeze and you refund it back to your wallet, it still has to be used by the original date your price was frozen to. For example, if this had happened to us a week prior, we still would have had a week to use that price freeze money again. Again, I was completely unaware. So I I hit them up on Twitter because none of these apps can you just go to a website and do like a contact form or a chat. You have to contact them through like Twitter. So I DM them within five minutes. I think someone got back to me. She said, can you send me some screenshots? Send them to her. They emailed me. And she said, you know, I'm sorry. Here's how it works. And she explained it. And I just responded and said, that's really good to know. Um, I was completely unaware of that. I know it for the future, but to be honest, I doubt I will use the Hopper app again after this. She responded and said, um, I'm so sorry. I totally understand your frustration. It's not, that is not the type of, you know, customer service we want to give. And I thought, all right, I'm out 45 bucks. You know, I lesson learned. And again, that 45 bucks at that point to me was worth it to tell other people the details of this. Right. So, the next morning, I get an email from a manager in customer service who says, um, I- I'm so sorry. We totally understand your frustration. It was brought to my attention. You were unhappy. I'm going to put your 45 bucks back in for additional 10 days. Within five minutes, it was back in there. I said, thank you. And she said, you know what? I put it in for 20 days. So at this point, we now have about you know, 17, 18 days to look at a future you know, stay. And whether we book it full, I can use the $45 or if we do another price freeze, I can use it towards it. Now we know lesson learned. Yes. I'm not going to fully recommend the Hopper app and I'm not going to recommend against it. Mm-hmm. Again, in Lucy and Caleb's uh, case, this went perfectly. Right. There was nothing hidden. There was nothing tricky. They booked the room. They got it at the price that it said. Out of curiosity, I've started really uh, poking around in the Hopper app to just kind of learn more about it. Right. Because... You actually shocked me today when you told me that you could actually get a Disney room in you the can. Hopper app. Yep. Now, one thing that um, Hopper, you can certainly put in um, location, Disney Springs, Walt Disney World, Winter Garden will pull up a lot of the Flamingo Crossings. Nice. But it seems, I don't know if there's a way to set the geographical like range around it because uh-huh. it brings up, it seems like everything. Okay. You know what I mean? And like, if you type in Disney Springs... It seems like it'll bring up two of those hotels, but then there's like five that are a little further and cheaper, and then you got to kind of scroll through. Okay. If you know the exact hotel you want, type it in. Okay. Um, so, for example, I thought we're looking at going March 3rd for a yep. night for the opening of Flower and Garden yep. uh, to see Rachel, hopefully that Friday, do a, a morning and, and early afternoon at Typhoon Lagoon with her. Yeah. So, on Disney's website, I'm looking around, and um, Coronado Springs is available. Yeah. Right. It's at two hundred and forty one dollars a night. Okay. Uh, One night all in is two hundred and seventy one dollars. Okay. I thought, let me go look at Hopper and let's see what they're saying. Okay. They list the room for one night. It is it is not a specific room selection. It is that it will be given to you upon your arrival. So it could be anything. Okay. Right. So maybe that is a good advantage in the future. But it technically could be anything. Now, not knowing that for sure, though, 
when you go to check out, it shows the room at $302 a night, an additional almost $70. Then there's an additional $64 in tax recovery charges and service fees. So that your room overall for that evening would be roughly $340, which is $70 more than direct through Disney. Now, a possibility is that that $302 is actually reserving you a preferred room, but not telling you. Yeah, but I'm sorry. But it's a little bit of a bait and switch showing you that original lower price when I can still get it through cheaper through Disney Disney and get a water view. And you you know, yeah, but you never know because there's, that's another part of that. You know, I love Disney magic and theming and resort and staying in the bubble. And I I will say again, I sent some screenshots and we're looking at town place suites to Lucy and these extra charges Mm -hmm. and how the room rate was higher than what they were showing. And she's like, our, our shows, none of that. Wow. So in the end, Hopper app, any of the apps, just watch at your final checkout price. Yep. That is the biggest thing I will say. Don't get baited on a, a $230 room that ends up basically being $340. Right. You know, but take a look at it. Oh, and yeah. Compare. Yep. All right. In the end, I know we went on a kind of a long one with all about that, but I think it's super, super important because yes. we will be doing more off property stays. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people will be doing more off property stays. I think this is the year we need to try to do the um, price. Not prices right. I want to say price line. Pr- the, price the ones. Line, the yeah, secret. you can always use the secret prices. Hotels does a Hotels Express. They still make me nervous. I know. Um, but you know, I think in the end, Disney still has a lot of benefits to staying on property. Oh, hundred percent. What you have I to agree. look at in the end is the price in your budget. If you yes. have no problem going for a week and paying three fifty a night for a moderate, absolutely over one fifty a night for an off property, then it's an absolute no brainer. Mm-hmm. Spend your money, budget. You're going to have an incredible time. I'm not saying you won't off property because you'll have a huge savings, but you really need to start to nickel and dime it. Uh, I know we're unhappy with the things that Disney has taken away. Mm-hmm. I know we're unhappy with the price increases, um, but they're here to stay. So you have a decision to make right? as a consumer and as a guest. Absolutely. You know, and, and it's not going to change. So you really need to look at all the advantages, the disadvantages, and that's how you base your decision, right? Right. In the end, mm-hmm. Any, I agree. anything else that you want to add? I mean, you know, again, we're still looking at, you know, that March 3rd, we're still looking at potentially staying at Coronado for the night because of all the reasons we just said. Right. Yep. But we are looking at, all right, what would it be at Flamingo yep. Crossing? And we're also looking at, you know, what, you know, that hopper will try and mm-hmm. maybe, you know, we'll look at Swan and Dolphin and see what pops up there or, yeah. you know, we're, we're just, Yeah. And we'll keep you updated. And, you know, we are staying at Fairfield Inn and Suites this weekend. Yep. So if you do want to see some live streams, go join Wonderland Crew because um, we will live the room. So you'll see how big it is. You'll see. Um, and yeah. Breakfast. Every yep. dish at Festival of Arts that yep. we eat. Uh, another option that we did an episode not too long ago, um, I had Shannon Ford on to talk about DVC rentals. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're looking another, at that too. Another uh, genius of DVC rentals is our friend Kat. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that if you ask some questions in the Main Street Magic community on Facebook, she'd be happy to answer them. Uh, she is an absolute guru at hunting down and getting incredible DVC rental deals, which uh, for example, in February we were chatting with her today. She was able to save money 
by switching from Caribbean Beach to Boardwalk. And we're going to do the same thing. We're going to do it. We're going to try and stalk. We're going to maybe get her as our stalker <laughs> agent on it or something. But thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this helped. You know, uh, we really want to carry on this conversation, especially because I think it's such a hot topic right now. Oh, yeah. On, on property versus off. Absolutely. Um, on social in the Main Street Magic community on Facebook. Let us know when your next trip is. Uh, let us know if you're on property or off. What influenced those decisions? Uh, how you kind of budget it out and what different things you look at when choosing. Uh, if you're out there, hit that subscribe button. Then you get these brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And you're already like in iTunes and stuff. So you might as well leave us a rating and review. Yes, because it does help our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts. Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.